1: afternoon whenever you're listening to this it's the dice it up show and we're doing it for the first time together in person
2: like you're
3: here yes he's real i was not getting catfished
1: no well i mean super exciting i got to meet you in person this week and i guess i enjoyed it so much that i'm like all right new york was cool let me head out to mohegan sun for the friday night game between the sun and the fever yep Watching you do your job is always cool, but hanging out with you is even better.
3: 100%. Right back at you. Hey. We had a good time in New York. We not did. To catch up with Pepper in person. That was awesome. And then just chatted after. Not the best of games. No. But um, it was cool, though. Saw a lot of cool people in New York. Always love going back to New York. I just need to go home after because I'm not much of a city girl.
1: <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll get you. Like we'll just spend one weekend in the summer when things are things are popping mm. you know get some great great food yeah some Italian. <laughs> um we also did have a drink together that was great
3: sure did yeah
1: only one <laughs> it was a school night
3: safe we got home safe it's all good
1: yeah you had to drive all the way back to new jersey
3: i know my mother was worried about me she's like i didn't know you were home literally the next day she texts me 11 o'clock She's like, uh, hey, are you coming home today? Mom? I've been home.
1: She's are like,
3: you serious? Yeah, she's so serious. She's like, what, really? I'm like, you didn't see the car that you, you know, when you went to work this morning? Like, you missed the car? She's like, I guess not. And in her defense, my parents did just get back from Germany. They went to visit my oh. brother for his last game in his season overseas and plays soccer. And so I guess she, like, is still recovering because I definitely got home last night and was home during the day. And she did not think I was
1: home. It's probably because you're super light on your feet when you walk in the door and you got in real late. I mean, I watched a bunch of your highlights this week (laughs) and you're super quick, you know, it's like a defender doesn't know when you cut back door. You're so light. (laughs)
3: That's vintage ice. Vintage ice was quick before the second ACL surgery. Ice now is uh, deceptively quick. It's It's a first step, it's just the first one all you need though sometimes
1: yeah I, I got told that a lot as uh <laughs> as a non-athlete you
3: did we talked about this yeah. yeah being deceptively fast or quick we did talk about this yeah with
1: pepper right yep. yeah. Sure did.
3: yeah sure did
1: well you know scom- wait you took both your acls in college or um, one in high school
3: one was in high school okay and yeah. the second one was in college yep same right name
1: dang couldn't drive
3: it's a trooper <laughs> first thing you thought about like not that I was in pain and somebody cut me and I you know like had to oh. learn how to re-walk and stuff but like yeah you couldn't drive
1: you know I'm always looking out <laughs> so how's the rest of her life affected you know we only yeah. think about on the court so many times
3: this is true this is definitely true
1: so high school what year did you take your ACL uh 2014 so were you a freshman and sophomore junior
3: uh I was a senior
1: I was oh a wow! Senior.
3: Yep, and then I have went straight to college after that. So my first year in college, like I was in Rio.
1: Wait, so were you already committed before that, or? Mm-hmm. Mm.
3: Yep, fully committed. Good yeah. thing
1: you were so talented; didn't have to worry.
3: That's a good point. And that is a good point because things are not the same these days. Yeah, <laughs> they aren't in terms of just transfer portal. Like oh my god, coming in left and right. Like you, yeah. it feels like no one is ever really safe That's in terms true. of college recruiting. Yeah,
1: very true. I mean, it's a good segue into uh, our upcoming guest, which you know, personally from recruiting, I know from covering, I mean, he's an absolute gem of a human being, one of the best coaches in the game and uh, like just, just a pure soul.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Coach Tony was is just awesome. Um, There are a couple of coaches I have met through recruiting and I have always been mad that I never played for them. Like there are a couple, there's like Heather Bullen. She's at Manhattan. She recruited me when she's at assistant at Villanova. Um, and just never got to play for her but we have such a great relationship every time I see her um coach Tony is the same like mm. has been super supportive um especially once I started broadcasting with just you know trying to get me to Seton Hall and to call some games um but again never play for these people but just the relationships you make through recruiting it's tough it, it's like dating you know it's like speed dating <laughs> when you're getting recruited you know like you're team, 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 coach, 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 you know, you're creating these yeah. relationships. And then at some point you got to make the calls where it's like, Hey, I appreciated getting so close to you, but <laughs> I'm not going to see you for the next four years, you know? Yeah. Um, or I'll see you on the road when we play your team once randomly, or when I go to the final four for this, you know, conference or whatever. So, uh, it's like hard. Like I, I cried. I remember a couple of conversations dang. being like, dang, like I, my relationship with this coach is going to change. And, you know, yeah. um,
1: you seem like the type that doesn't want to let people down.
3: Yeah, it's tough, you know? Yeah. It's tough. I mean, delivering
1: any bad news to somebody, yeah. for sure. Um, and especially because, like, during that recruiting period, especially like with, I mean, I think I remember playing, it's like, oh my God, these coaches are so nice. And then you go play for them and you're like, Jesus, you <laughs> practice, you know? Uh, I am not being fed the spoonful of sugar anymore. It's, it's oh, real.
3: No, 100%. 100%. But then you appreciate the coaches who recruit. You like that. Yeah. Who we'll let you know, like, hey, listen. Um, want to get to know you as a person yeah as a player but at the same time want you step into our program it's it's going to be tough mm. um yeah. and you need that I think you know me like a jersey girl like you know grew up with tough coaches um colorful coaches is what we I like to call it and okay. so um you kind of want an atmosphere that resembles that you yeah. know um and so all the coaches that I played for um definitely had I think that category of just tough you know they demand a lot out of you but at the same time the end of the day like you're still a the person they still care I love that yeah that's the that's the goal that's what you want yeah you
1: know? yeah now like coach Bozella talked a lot about you know using the transfer portal yeah and the success they've had with that you can relate <laughs> yeah being at a number of different programs yeah so what I mean from the player perspective what's it like being recruited as a transfer how does it work
3: yeah I would say um you know it's kind of the same Um, You go into the transfer portal. So your name pops up, you know, you'll get some emails or text messages or things like that. I think in my experience, it was always the coaches who I had relationships with before, Mm, you know, Um, and some of them are in the same place. Some of them are different places, but that always kind of gives them, you know, a leg up to know that, Hey, I've connected with you before I've communicated with you before. Um, You know, my game has stayed the same or it's gotten better and I'm just looking for a better opportunity to do the same thing that I've been wanting to do. Um, so I would say it was the same. I just say the only thing really that you have to think about is just one, adapting. You know, I went to four different colleges. Right. And yeah. so going from campus to campus to campus, meeting new people, being in new places on a new team, new systems. You know, yeah. I credit a lot of that into how I'm able to call games and know yeah. different actions and things and kind of be well-rounded in that way is because mm. I literally play for a lot of different systems with coaches who were very good. Right. So um, that was a blessing in disguise. But You've gotta be able to adapt. Um, and then I think it's just, you know, having honest conversations, right? Mm-hmm. Like you don't really want, if you're transferring, you don't want the spoonful of sugar and to be like, hey, you're gonna be this, you're gonna be that. I want you to tell me exactly why you Straight need up. me, why you think you're gonna play me and how it will look. And it just has to be honest conversation. And yeah. if it's not what you want, then I think there are so many schools and so many places where you can find what you want or you can get pretty close.
1: Yeah, did you take visits to any of them?
3: Um, let me think I did I remember I did visit Syracuse um and halfway through the visit like my parents had kind of looked at me and I was looked at them like yeah like I think this is it mm-hmm. um boredom I don't think I remember taking a visit um but that was really like a basketball decision I made and so it mm-hmm. really kind of didn't matter but yeah. I, I think I definitely did meet them before oh, I did I did take a visit and meet them before um, but at that point I was, you know, like pretty confident, you know, this is a place I can go for basketball and, and kind of get the opportunity that I want. Um, get and the then street C-
1: cred with the boogie down Bronx. Yeah. Yep. Yep.
3: Yep. And then Sienna, I did not take a visit. We just, um, you know, coach Jack's meeting her over zoom and the team, it was also COVID. So it was oh, kind of like, dang. it was COVID. You can't really, you know, visit. You don't really know protocols yet. And a credit to that one. I had just come off of tearing my ACL twice. So I was recovering. So when they were recruiting me, like, I hadn't gotten back on the court and played in a game. I was still just training and finishing up rehab. Um, so that's another reason why I love Coach Jack so much, because, like, she really took a chance on me. Yeah. You know, I was in my seventh year, torn my ACL twice, 25 years old. And she's like, yeah, I need to win. And, like, I need a leader who can come and do it. I'm like, all right. I mean, we're going to test this knee girl. out as we as we do it. But it ended up being, you know, a, a good experience for both of us, I think. Um, love that. And on to better things now. So um but yeah so you visit and you don't but you know it just depends on what your reasoning is for transferring and you got to focus on that yeah um I tell people now if I do it all over again you just got to go where you're loved that's it it's like anything else it really is like a relationship you got to go where you're loved I think if I had picked schools where I was loved and where I had really created those relationships that were longstanding, my career might have been different yeah Um, but I don't trade it I I I like my career I like the whole seven years four schools
1: and led us to right here,
3: <laughs> yeah, we're here with Dan in person
1: um yeah, I mean it's funny you say that like i I mean, I think when you're in a good situation mentally too and emotionally, mm-hmm. like that only helps your game, yeah, like especially when you play for somebody who is like just uh feeding you yeah. emotionally uh I don't know why, I've never really thought about that, I guess i uh I had different priorities playing in division three yeah you know, but <laughs> But that's that's wild.
3: It's still recruiting, though. You know, Um, people recruit every day. Obviously, you recruit for companies and different things like that. And that's the thing I like, too, about recruiting and and the college aspect of being on a team and organization. It does prepare you for the professional world for entering the workplace, you know, and understanding, okay, these are the things you do and don't do. and, And this is kind of the processes of it all. Um, that really helped me in that way too. Just, I think, you know, coming out and feeling like I'm a little bit more professional I, I'm ready to like enter the workforce if I really wanted to, I love I'm that. like half in that, half in that now,
1: all Right, like half and half. Best yeah. of both worlds for you, I think.
3: <laughs> I now,
1: now, coach talked about, uh, culture and I mean, I even mm-hmm. said it's a cliche word. Uh, so before we wrap up here, like what, what does culture mean to you being around all these different, you know, teams in Europe, yeah. uh, literally being like super heavily involved with the Connecticut Sun, for example, who I think have an awesome culture, mm. you know, what is it? How would you define it?
3: Yeah, I think culture is, um, I don't know, to me, I think of it's energy.
1: Yeah. You know, culture is
3: energy, whether it's good energy,
1: bad mm. energy,
3: judgmental energy, yeah. welcoming energy, like it's energy. Yeah. And I think um, as a guest somewhere, how people welcome you in, uh, tells you about their culture. I truly do. Um, and so for me, it's been all about energy. The places where have had the best culture, it's been good energy. It's good vibes. Like you're happy being in practice, even though it's your fourth practice in four days. And like, you know, you're going to be there for four hours, you know, but it's like energy. You've got good culture here, here coming in and like, okay. We've got crazy travel schedule tomorrow and this and that, but everybody's still, Hey, good morning. How are you? Pumped ready to go because we know we're going to go on the road and get a win. You know? Yeah. I think it's just about energy. Um, and like I said, you know, culture comes from within it is not set. I I truly don't believe it is set by like the leader. It comes from the employees, the players,
1: people at center. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely get the vibes of a, of a good culture here. Um, like just watching you interact with the team after the game in New York, I was just like, "Oh my god!" Like, <laughs> they're approaching you, and then of course, I took some shots on the court at Barclays <laughs> afterwards and hit a few threes. I want to say two for three. Because
3: I couldn't help it. Because I couldn't. And, help um, it. Oh, don't tell Brendan that. Don't tell Brendan I missed one.
1: <laughs> uh, well, I I think I was like oh for five. Um, the lights it was the lights the
3: depth reception in there everyone in the barclays it's different it's different
1: a lot of respect to them yeah uh but anyways uh so calling a game tonight
3: yeah
1: um this will be our our uh publishing the show on tuesday yep and then we won't be back next week because i'm going on my honeymoon
3: love it where are you going again tell the people
1: going to uh, world santorini
3: santorini Greece. greece shout out to greece
1: going to split in Croatia okay and then ending it with uh my buddy Dane is getting married in Portugal
3: come on Dane love come that on, Dane. come on Dane <laughs> I'm jealous let me know if y'all yeah. need a plus one plus one you know like
1: uh, well I mean you in the you middle of have, the
3: sun game you have something yeah too. I can like pop in Santorini for like a day and then come back hey.
1: the no where
3: are we going next I don't
1: even know I will say I've always like in the south like I always would hear people like can't schedule a wedding during college football season now i'm just like i cannot believe i scheduled a honeymoon during the nba season and i just love that for me yeah i love that i I have that feeling
3: you cannot schedule anything during wba season no it's too quick it's right here in and out and we're like pushing games pushing good content shout out to wba though it has been really fun to watch just the league and everything around that i'm so happy to be a part of it just covering it and shout out to you liberty fan always there covering it
1: loyal uh... Yeah, I mean, I, you know, a plug spread the floor. We're having a really good season. <laughs> um, you know, got some great, great knowledge within the team at Her Hoop Sets as a whole. And then uh, and then on the sports betting aspect, which uh, you can't do as a WMA employee, but uh, I can. So I love that aspect. <laughs> uh, so watching the Liberty games can be a little tough right now. Got a lot of injuries. Your girl, Joss, hurt, yeah, but, you know, yeah. we'll be back.
3: Okay. Yeah, I believe it. Well, we have one of my favorite coaches that I have never played for coming up as a guest for us and coach Tony Bozello at Seton Hall Women's Basketball. Uh, loved our conversation with him. So you guys check it out. Check it out. Sorry. It's coming up next. Um, and we'll see you back in a couple of weeks after uh, weeks. the World Traveler gets back from his honeymoon.
1: All right. We'd like to now welcome on the head coach of Seton Hall's basketball team uh do i call you tony or anthony yeah, it's good run's right. great Now i feel like uh i've always wondered that <laughs> head coach tony vazella of the
2: seton hall pirates coach thanks for coming on with us today i'm so excited uh I, i've seen isis play i've talked to her on the phone this is just exciting for me to talk to her again and you do great work um i'm excited for this a lot and uh and and thanks for having me on
3: What's up, Coach? We appreciate you making time while you're recruiting. I know it's a big recruiting weekend. Uh, where actually are you right now?
2: I, I am in Atlantic City. Um, we have my next game is shortly, but um, I had a break here, and then um, I'm flying to Dallas after. T- I'm doing that tomorrow, so I'll be in Atlantic City and Dallas this weekend. Um, and I have staff all over the place, North Carolina. Um, uh, I don't even know where they are, the Florida. So we're all over the place
3: awesome AC is pretty cool a nice little small stop not not super far from where you're coming from
2: exactly and a nice drive yeah. and um we were able to um get all settled and do everything and then be able to watch some games in a little bit
3: good good
2: yeah I'm I'm,
1: uh, I'm really loving that you're recruiting out of the Texas area I'm a Houston born and raised and then uh oh. went to play D3 ball at Southwestern University uh, oh. but the
2: Texas pool of talent is pretty big Oh, it's tremendous, and, and it's something that we've had some, you know, um, success with in the past, and we want to continue to build on that. We, we, you know, we just, you know, we want to become, an, you know, obviously a national brand as well, and and while we have some great local players here in Jersey and all over, we want to expand a little bit too, and especially now with the transfers and everything, you want to be able to have as much interaction with as many kids as possible.
3: Yeah. I mean, Texas has good hoopers, but, like, it's nothing like Jersey hoopers. You know that, though.
2: Jersey's the best. trying to keep <laughs> care of Isis. It's hard. It really is.
3: It's okay, though. It's all love.
1: You know, I, I have a lot of respect for Jersey. I mean, after, you know, starting this show with Ice, I had to go watch a lot of her highlights. Uh, just tremendously impressed, but oh, also, God. like, uh, I feel like when she wears a headband, she gets a, <laughs> an extra lift in her step.
2: You know, I could see that, but I was, I've always been very impressed with her game and her passion and her competitiveness and her drive. You know, um, it's something we look for in our players as well. I mean, that's kind of a Seton Hall person straight uh, basketball player.
3: I appreciate that coach, but yeah, you guys are always tough as nails. Everyone that you get, especially transfers, you do really well with transfers every year and just everyone you get always seems to fit the mold of Seton hall basketball.
2: Thank you. And we've done a good job. Um, My um, associate head coach is, I think, the best in the country at the transfer portal because everyone's like, oh, it's the same. It's not. You have to identify a player and um, see how that person will fit in, get to know that player beforehand. And then when we bring them up, I think we're able to show them how they fit in, you know, to our system. And in terms of, you know, this is who you'll be replacing. This is where you go. This is what you'll do. I see this is what you've accomplished at your last school, but we can get this out of you. And uh, she does a great job, um, Lauren DeFacco, of identifying that. And I think when they come on campus, I've had a lot of experience coaching transfers. And I think you have to, because they're coming in here, they already have a certain game to them, and as, as you know, and they have a certain way of playing. So if I wanna change that way of playing, it'll never work. I have to accept what they do, believe in what they do, and really what I try and do is reestablish their confidence. I think a lot of tranchers come in and they've either been beaten down or not played or been injured, whatever the case may be. And my job is to reestablish their confidence. And they, they have ability. I just have to get them to believe in their ability once again and and into a system that um, I think we can do well in in the my offense coordinator, Jose Ribinbas, always identifies certain things. So we have a good teamwork of, of staff that helps do it.
3: Yeah, Coach, I love that. I think uh, reestablishing comp- confidence is right on point. Um, as someone obviously who has transferred into multiple schools, um, your newest addition to your coaching staff did that for me. And Coach Ali Jacks, she reestablished my confidence uh, to the highest it had ever been in my career, which is why I got overseas um and and so you saying so that, of of know you. that she's a perfect fit for you guys because that that is literally what it is as a transfer you need that
2: thank you and when i told her i was going on with you she was so excited and she she you know really really spoke highly of you not a really yes as a player but really as a person you came in you really helped um uh, uh get that group together really make them a team you know by your leadership by the way you played by how hard you played by what you had been through how you spoke to the younger kids i mean she went over all that with me and she's like isis was perfect not just as a basketball player but as a person and that says a lot about you and uh that's what we try and do we've had you know some transfers come in and and play well but we've had also transfers that have come in and helped reform the program
3: yeah Yeah, that's important. Like you said, I think in this day and age, like transfers become everything. You can literally have a completely different team next year, like obviously you would know, and take your team to the WNIT championship off of big transfers.
2: That, and yep, and you know, obviously um, Sydney Cooks, Andres Winosa Hunter, Katie Armstrong, Ben all huge parts of that. You know, now the the person who drove the engine was the kid we recruited out of high school, Lauren Park Lane, and uh, we'd be nowhere without her. She was is unbelievably a great player but just an amazing person um we're recruiting in dallas this week and she's like all right you want to come over to the house for dinner i'm like that's what she moved to like she's an amazing kid she's like my mom will cook and what do you want and i'm like this is amazing like no you know there's not too many kids that do that and you know she's raised the right way um you know durese and jack are amazing parents and uh and Lauren was just like, yeah, we can do this. And Lauren, do- I, I got to watch some games. She's like, yeah, i go do that for you too. And she's like, I can go early. I'm like, no, it's okay. Don't worry. But she wants to coach one day. and She's going to be great.
3: She would be great. I can see that in her identity on the floor. 100% would coach some of the best guards in the country.
2: Yeah. She, she, she's, and she's, she's our chief recruiter. Um, I, I, I joke with um, Lauren was our recruiting coordinator. Now Allie Jacks is. So you guys don't got to worry about it. Lauren Park Lane has it um every transfer we brought up she's like she sits with them she takes them to lunch she goes over our program says what we believe in you know a lot of the kids she'll come back and be like coach b this is a perfect fit this is a perfect fit and there's a the few kids she's come back and say it's really not our fit and i trust her 100 um and as you know isis kind of what you did at sienna when you can get the whole group to follow you and that's kind of what she that's what she's done and now she's taking a lot of ownership in our program by being our chief recruiter when these kids come on campus it's really said a lot about the culture that we have at seton hall and what she's helped establish along with um even andres miles hunter before she graduated and and even having a kid like katie armstrong she did not have statistical great year but how she helped won this group hiring sydney cooks was fantastic as well
3: yeah yeah i I think buying in especially at the college level and now that i'm seeing at the pro level too it's all about the players like you're you're you obviously start your culture with that one player or that one team but it's a credit to you on how it's passed down and it's passed down through players like players set the tone for culture it is really not coaches when you really think about it and you're in it it is hundred percent players who just pass that on um, and, I, and I'm so glad that you've been blessed with, you know, Lauren to be able to do that because it shows literally you guys have a great culture. You can tell when you watch that you're in it, you're bought in, you're 100% one unit. Um, and that's why you had so much success last year.
2: I appreciate those words as much as any interview I've ever been on. And, and I couldn't agree with you more. The culture is about, thank you. The culture is about the players, though. Everyone's like, how's your culture? Well, our culture is really good because our best player wants to be involved in every recruit wants to be involved in every little thing, wants to win every drill and practice, like, you know, is excited to play any basketball game. I'm like, well, we're gonna go play, you know, um, you know, Georgia this year. Great, can't wait to go. Like, not like, oh, geez, they're really good. Or, we have UConn on Friday. She's like, I can't wait, we're gonna do this. Not like, oh, geez, they're really good, you know? it was funny Gino said something to me he's like you know your team scared you're not scared your team challenges us as much as any team and I say why he's like because you guys believe you can beat us and he didn't mean that in a cocky or bad way he just believed it and that stems from Lauren Andra Sydney, and I, I think that's a big thing about our culture and you're right Isis it starts with the players and and I and I appreciate those words and and they couldn't ring truer um people ask me a lot as I recruit these transfers how's your culture I said you're going to meet our culture when you meet Lauren and Sydney and, and Andra and Katie and those kids.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's the first thing I noticed watching, you know, in person at the big East tournament is like, seeing is is afraid of nobody. Right? <laughs> this team is so dangerous. I mean, y'all were super hot. I think you won 11 of your last 12, uh, I think going into the big East tournament. Yeah. And uh, obviously, you know, you beat a team that went to the lead eight um, probably should have beat them twice. Uh, you know, that, that overtime game and, uh, at but, uh, I mean, just having that, you know, tenacity on the court uh, mixed with good culture off the court, it's, it's a
2: recipe <laughs> for success, easy. Yeah, and, and like Issa said, every, everyone talks about this culture coming from me. I can establish certain things, but the culture is about the kids in the locker room and how they're brought into the program. She couldn't be more correct in that. And, and I'll, I'm not saying this to kiss butt or anything. She gets it. When Isis said that, that is what I've tried to explain to these people in this recruiting process. I can only do so much. What happens in the locker room, and if you don't want to play UConn, if you don't feel like, you know, playing, you know, getting on a bus and at 6 a.m. like we did and flying to to Nashville and busing to Murfreesboro and playing a game before 5,000 fans where they hadn't lost all year, if your culture is not good, you're not winning that game. Yeah. And, you know, Culture. That's what I talk about culture. Some people think culture is going out, having ice cream, you know, we're going to lose everyone just being happy. No, that, that that's not culture. That's phonyism. And as both of you know, in the real world, you have to be, you know, successful, but you need your team to want to be successful as much as anything.
3: Yeah, Coach, you make me want to be a coach. I'm over here fired up now. Like, oh, who can I influence tomorrow? Well, I was
2: going to say, do you?
1: You've been coaching for, you know, 30 years now. I mean, and obviously with, you know, technology and just kind of the changing generations of of children and the way they're brought up, it's, I don't think you see the same type of grit in every single uh, player that you would see a long time ago. Like, uh, a lot of them are coddled. Uh, a lot of more rules. So, I mean, it's really hard to find those those pieces and players that that have that grit that fit the rest of the team's identity.
3: That was a really professional hot take of saying that generations now are softer than the other I agree. That, but, I, a, but a I nice mean, way to say it, I should it, though. Just say it out
2: loud. <laughs> See, your chemistry together is amazing. I, I love it. Like, this is, like, you guys feed off each other so well. But you're right, Daniel. Like, I, I, I look at it a different way, though. I, I will say we start with that grit and that passion with the staff between Lauren and Jose and Pete and now Allie. My former sister Marissa had played for me. She was great. I call her kid, but she was with me for 10 years. These, these, these people fought, and when they played, they played really hard and they played tough, and sometimes it was people the wrong way. You know, with Coach Jack, she's, she's an in-your-face type, you know, passionate kid person and so was my associate head coach Lauren and Jose you know came from the men's side and it took him a little while to be like wow you know there it's all not the same but he's like when I find the ones that I love they, they play you know the same passion same toughness as the men but we started with our staff um you know you know these these ladies that are great role models with Lauren and now I have Shakina Richardson a former player of mine on staff she's amazing I had Didi She's now assistant at St. Bonaventure. And these are amazing young ladies that really, you know, had, ha, you know, had a great understanding of how you had to be to be successful with that grit, but are great role models. And not having Shaquina on my staff right now, I think she's the ultimate role model for my staff, for my players. And um, she was a great player for WNBA, but more so just loves, you know, just Seton Hall and being around the kids. And uh, as, as she's established our, our um, you know, a great rapport with our players.
3: Coach, um, as a head coach for over 30 years, what are you still learning?
2: You know, I learn all the time. I'm blessed with a lot of former head coaches on my staff. You know, some people are like, wow, you're hiring Allie she She's a head coach. You're right. It's like, no, I'm excited. She's going to bring something to the table. I always want to challenge myself, Isis. You can't just stay normal at this point or stay, well, this is the way we do it. And we do it all the way. Yes, there are certain things that we do. We ask kids to work really hard. We do a lot of individual work. We do more individuals than any team in the country that I can watch. Um, Coach Jose um, does a ton of them. He's always has the kids in the gym. Obviously, you know, the rest of the staff joins him as well at times. But he's our leader in doing individuals. And he does an amazing job. He's a great teacher, you know, and, and the whole staff teaches. But, you know, he, he has a great plan for each kid. And we we all buy into that plan Um so we do a lot. So we're always. I'm always trying to learn. Like Ali's going to bring some different drills. Obviously, show us. You know. Um, you know a, a, a great uh, defense that, that the blizzard that that you guys ran. You know I, I know it. So I said. You know when I was looking at different assistants, what can they all bring? Um, you know to replace Marissa um, who went on to overtime elite um, on the high school uh, level. I want to learn all the time, and I think it's important that. I'm learning how to deal with the players, deal with a different type of kid. Now, we still want to hold them accountable because want, I want them to be successful in life. But I, I, I want them to be able to come into my office still and talk and still be able to go to lunch and talk about life. And, and you know, the co- head coaching culture is, is, is changing, the landscape. We've had 155 women and 28 men hired in the last 183. Mm-hmm. Now, we can argue, is that good or bad? It's, it's great because we're giving women and role models a chance. But I'm a role model, too. We all had fathers at some point, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think my father, you know, can, was a role model to me. But my mom was a great role model to me. And I didn't have to be a female to have my mom be a great role model to me. And I think we have a great mixture on our staff. But I want to be a role model for the girls. I want to work hard. I want to listen. I call it a partnership now. It's a marriage Um Lauren and Sydney and some of the other leaders in our program, they sit in my office and we discuss everything from, you know, how we're going to play the game in terms of man zone, who's going to guard, who Um, we we get their opinions on. Do we leave it? You know, 11 AM and practice there. Do we leave at 5 PM and practice at our place? We ask these questions a lot. Now, ultimately I have to make a decision, but it's a partnership and we're so invested in each other. Um, I think that's what I try and do. And you know when I was coaching Lauren and you know Marissa and w- way back in the day, Shakina a little she's a little earlier. Uh, I mean a little later, but you know I just said this is what we're doing and this is what we do. Now it's more of a partnership because it is. and I find us to be a lot more invested. I mean, we did great in the transfer portal because our players tra- recruited those kids when they got yeah. here. Yeah. Um, so that's what I've learned. I've learned to make it a partnership more and to listen to them um, probably a lot more than I used to um but then to listen to me and I explain myself a little more probably than a lot of other coaches because I want the girls to know why we're doing things
3: yeah coach I think that's awesome it's no surprise to me that you have been successful for so long um and that you're just continuing and able to adapt uh and I know from working with coach Jax you know I, she was like a best friend to me while I was in school like you know and and it was a hundred percent a partnership you know we'd have timeouts late game and she'd be like do I call timeout?" And I'd be like nah Let's just yeah. rock with it and let's hope it works out. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I think that's just the best way to go with players and to get the most out of them. You want them to feel like they, had a, they, had a, they were a factor in big decisions that were made. Um, so I, don't, I just, credit to you, I've always loved you. I'm sad I could never play for you, um, but I, I'm sure you know, we'll keep crossing paths, but um, I, you always have a supporter in me because I think what you're doing is great.
2: Thank you. And, and, and I think we, you know, we wanna get the most out of the kids. Let's listen to them, too. They're smart. They know what they're doing. It's not like these kids don't watch basketball or don't, like Like I said, Lauren Park Lane's like, yeah, I'm going to go over. I'm going to watch games. I'm like, Geez. you know, I mean, <laughs> kid, these kids are into it. Yeah. So why not, you know, listen? To them. Why not be a partnership? I, it makes it a lot more fun. This was the most fun I had in in in, 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 in almost in years coaching the team this year. And everyone's like, wow, because you went 24 and 13, went to the NIT. No we were 8 and 10. We were struggling. They felt the pressure of being pit third in the Big East. I felt the pressure of, you know, a couple of these kids being seniors and wanting to do well. Yeah. And we had a long talk one day. It was like four or five hours in between our... We got blown out by Creighton. and We, we came off COVID. Creighton did a great job. They blew us out. And then we were playing Providence. And we must have talked for about four or five hours. Like five of us. And, you know, I walked out of that being like, you know, the next couple of days can really mean our season. And, you know, Lauren Park Lane went out and scored 30 the next day, and then she just led us. She was like, I got it. Yeah. And it just changed it. But so it wasn't like everything was, wasn't, you know, roses all year. It was hard, but it wasn't because the kids were bad kids or didn't try or didn't do anything. It was the pressures, maybe the pressure of being picked high. Lauren was on the, you know, point guard watch list. Andre was on the forward watch list. Sydney Cooks is trying to reestablish herself as a top juice one of the top five players in the country coming out of high school you know there was pressure on that you know people were adjusting different roles um but we we figured it out and and i'm proud of the girls for that and they did it and uh it was just an enjoyable enjoyable year because of that we just had fun we really did
1: and that makes me so excited that i'm in manhattan can just take the train over Uh, i'm excited to watch a lot of games hopefully covering as
2: many as i can uh next season
3: yeah tune in
2: Thank you. We're, we're excited. We obviously have Lauren back, Sydney back, um, five great transfers we signed. Um, you know, uh, Maya Benbury's back. She was a starter for us. And uh, we get a couple of kids back from injury. You know, we're going to be really, you know, talented and good. And uh, we had a kid, Ali Palmieri, sit out, too. So that's our sixth transfer. Um, so we're really excited. We play a great schedule. We're renewing the New Jersey State rivalry with Rutgers. Um, so we're excited. I don't know who's going to coach them, but we, 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 <laughs> have some back. So we're excited for that. Obviously we're still playing Princeton, which Carla does a great job. Columbia with Megan Griffith. Um, we're going to Virgin islands and playing Georgia and Wisconsin and VCU. Wow. So, you know, we've really established a great schedule. Um, we have our big East meetings next week. So, you know, we're, one of the things that we're talking about is going from 20 games to 18. You know, we're talking about a lot of different things. Um, to maybe so you can open up a couple more high-level non-league games for some of the teams that are trying to get at large. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's the right answer or not, but we'll have that discussion. So, uh, you know, I um I know we're talking about how to, uh, you know, maybe develop a uh, um, uh, 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 not a rivalry, but something with another conference, like a challenge, yeah. like us with yeah. the a- Big Ten challenge. A- yeah, 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 there you go. Yeah. So yeah. Which one? That we have some great leaders in the Big East that are always, you know, obviously Val Akron's amazing, but even her staff does a great job. ian Flanky, who does women's basketball, we're trying to look at different ways so we can get this year. We got four teams in, and obviously Marquette went to the Sweet Sixteen and NIT. We went to the finals. We had six great postseasons, but we want to get four, five, six teams in NCAA's, and and I and I think we can. I mean, Creighton proved it this year. You know, you just get in, you get the right. Um, Opportunities, you make some great plays at the end of the game, like Creighton did. I mean, there's, I mean, Coach Flannery is an amazing coach, and they went to Elite Eight, and then obviously, you know, you look at Villanova has one of the best players in the country, and Maddie Secrets. and Denise does a great job, and uh they won a game in the round, and they went to a round of 32, and you know, obviously, DePaul is DePaul, and obviously, you know, people like not connected had a rough year. You know, they played the national championship game. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, it's pretty good. I mean. Coach Auriemma and his staff are, they're honestly, they couldn't be nicer and they couldn't be more welcoming all the time to me in my life. And they they represent our conference. Great to have them in our league. We're lucky. And obviously we have some other teams that are just doing well and are going to bounce back. I think saint John's going to have a really good year. They they did a great job recruiting new coach at Butler. He's going to do great. Um, Xavier has some great young kids and, uh, and, and Providence is, you know, one of the best coach teams, you know, around and, You know, we have a really good league. It's going to be really hard. Georgetown's got some good young kids. We're going to have a really, really good league again.
3: Yeah. Well, Coach, all those teams sound great, but I think my money is on you and Coach Jack. So thank you. everyone look out for Seton Hall Women's Basketball. Coach Tony, thanks so much for joining us. It's always so awesome to talk to you. Um, We just appreciate the work that you're doing. um, And we will support you throughout the season. But good luck with everything. Safe travels, recruiting, and go yes. find the next uh, brick Guard, maybe not from New Jersey, because we got to branch out a little bit.
2: <laughs> Love to see it. And Clysis, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thank Absolutely. You. Take care. See ya.